Art Director here at Polymos. I'm joined with Claudia Holy, who's the Managing Director of Polymos. We're changing things up a little bit this week. And this time around, I'm going to be asking Claudia the questions. Um, so we're talking this, this week about agency versus freelancer versus in-house. Is there a best option? What are the pros? What are the cons? And this is something I think you talk to people about quite a lot. So it'd be really great to kind of pick your brain in this and just sure. try to go through loads of different sort of categories about and then discuss you know which one's better in-house versus agency versus freelancing um but before we sort of dive into those sort of seven or eight categories that we've got is there sort of anything general that you would sort of talk about in regards to agency versus freelancers and in-house that you think people i think um the important thing here is that agency isn't always right. So we are a marketing agency and so everyone would probably expect us to say you should always work with an agency. But actually, when you look at the different criteria and what you're trying to achieve, agency is not always the right option. Freelancers can be absolutely fantastic in certain situations and in-house is always more cost effective if you have high utilization. So, you know, I think the, the really important thing whenever I'm speaking with people about which is best is you know really providing unbiased information so that people can choose what's right for them because agency is not always right um although they also have really big positives as well so hopefully today we can just go through you know each of those positives and negatives of each so people can make their own choice yeah i think it's worth mentioning as well with agency that you can also have sort of specialized agencies as well as sort of non-specialized agencies so here at polymaster we're specialized medical device but also you can have agencies that are just marketing and they do loads of different industries and that's also something to bear in mind when you're looking at agencies as well that's a really good point because even a specialist even specialist agencies they have different specializations so you might specialize in medical device but some might specialize in downstream others might specialize in you know strategic um and then as you say you have other agencies who aren't specialists in medical device but actually do you always need an agency that's specialist in medical device? And in certain instances, you don't. You know, sometimes a mixture is a really good idea and you can get the best results from that. Yeah. Well, um, it's a really interesting conversation. And I think one of the things that we could talk about quite a lot is sort of hourly costs. Yeah. So how, what does, well, firstly, what do we mean by hourly costs? What is, what's included in all of that? So um, an hourly cost is really everything that goes into the cost of one person's time. So uh, with in-house, that would be, you know, their salary, taxes, things like that. And, and to, to, to some extent, the operational costs as well. So, you know, what does that person cost you every hour of every day? Mm-hmm. Um, if they worked at 100% of the time, that's the important thing. If they were 100% utilized, that would be the cost of them for one hour. And then, so what is the difference then for, say, agency versus freelancers versus in-house with hourly costs? There's quite a big difference. Yeah. So um, so in-house, if you look at 100% utilisation, so you're always using your team for effective projects, um, in-house will always be more cost effective. Um, they'll probably be about half the cost of a freelancer, maybe slightly more than that. Um, and they'll be significantly cheaper than agency. So... As a rule of thumb, a freelancer will charge probably 1.5 to two times that of an in-house person. And, and that's because their workload isn't guaranteed. So they won't be working 100% of the time because one of the benefits of freelance is that you can 
um, you know, utilize them when you need them and not when you don't. So that's a real benefit from flexibility. Agency does have high costs. So agency will tend to charge about three times what an in-house person will be. And that's because they have a lot more overheads than a freelancer would have. So, um, not only do you have the offices, you have the administrative staff that aren't actually earning salaries, or sorry, not on salaries, of course they're earning salaries, um, that aren't actually uh, generating revenue. So they need to be paid for as well, which is why the hourly cost needs to be higher. Um, so agency, if you look pure a- hourly, agency will always be significantly more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, freelancer will be in the middle, and then in-house will be the cheapest. We've talked about hourly costs, yeah. but what does that mean sort of as an, an annual basis? Like, what does, that really, what does that really mean? So that's where it becomes more interesting because, again, it comes back down to the utilisation, so how much you're actually using your team members. What you tend to find is that, you know, when you're starting out in marketing, you don't have enough work to fill your team up 100%, and especially in all the skill sets you need. Mm-hmm. So really that's when, where agency comes in, very well because they can deliver all the skill sets you need under one roof and they will be significantly cheaper than having that team in-house because you have access to so many people under one roof. Um, Annually when it comes to freelancers again they will actually be cheaper than an agency. The difference with freelancers is you don't have everybody under one house you will have to manage all of your freelancers Um, so that will be a much more of a time burden um, and it depends what else you have going on so you might not want that um, so again you know positives to all of them and negatives to all of them um, yeah but on an annual cost it tends to be that agency and freelancers will be cheaper if you're not using your team enough and you're sort of a younger company I'm sorry something you should have talked about at the beginning but we haven't sort of really clarified what we mean by a freelancer first like versus agency yeah um so what what would what do you see as a freelancer? That's so um, a freelancer or a consultant, it could be either. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really somebody who um, charges for their time on a project basis or an hourly basis, but they don't have a big team around them. So um, they will be on their own. They'll be very specialized in what they do, which is fantastic, but they won't have that big resource pool to pull from, which mm-hmm. an agency will have. And that kind of really links into then that high team utilisation, because with an agency, you have different people doing different things. So if you have a separate project, you can have a copywriter, you can have a designer all in in an agency. And then you as somebody in house only has one contact that you have to speak to to get all of those things. Whereas Mm. if you go down the freelancer route, you'd have to go and get a freelance copywriter, a freelance designer, and then you in-house would have to be that person managing all of that. So that's Mm. what you mean by sort of the time burden element. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think talking about sort of team utilisation, an actual sort of next fit for that is sort of headcount and the flexibility that you have with headcounts. So with agency, I kind of just touched upon it, you have different people, but is there any other sort of advantages from a headcount perspective using an agency versus in-house? You know, it's flexibility. It's flexibility and the ability to flex really quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you suddenly have a huge volume of work that comes in and in order to meet your marketing objectives, you need to do five projects before the end of the quarter, Um, it might be difficult for an in-house team to quickly expand to cope with that. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you have an agency, because they have so many 
skills and people within one roof. And they also normally have a very big network around them as well. So um, if you do need to quickly increase headcount, you can do it. And of course, the benefit with agency, not that I'm saying I'm promoting agency, it, it is a benefit with agency, is that you can, you know, only pay for who you use when you use them. So, mm. you know, you can really quickly ramp up just for a month and then you can drop back down and that's no problem whatsoever. And your agency will be able to do that. Obviously, when it comes to an in-house team, that's much, much harder because you have the recruitment process, you know, and it's really important that you get the right team members in the in-house team. And that can take three to six months to recruit people. Yeah. So you have that flexibility flex problem within an in-house team which you don't see with an agency you know with freelance um, you'll have a bit more flexibility because they will be able to allocate you more time again that depends on what other client work they have going on so you know they won't have the same flex because they just don't have the volume of people in in the organization um, you know it's very much dependent on their time um, but agency will definitely be able to flex more when it comes to that but it all comes at a cost, you know, so it, it all fits in, isn't it? There's positives and negatives to all of this. You make a good point as well there, though, about agency having a wider network. What do you mean by that? So, um, so uh, although we do as much as we physically can in-house, um, if we reach capacity, we know uh, we have a trusted network of suppliers <clears throat> that we can go out to. And we know their work is very much like our work because we've worked with them a lot. We're very familiar with them. So if we do reach capacity because, you know, all of our clients are extremely busy and then, you know, one client comes in and needs more time, um, we can reach out um, and we will be able to mostly deliver that if we can't we will always say so because the last thing we can or the worst thing we can do is deliver a bad project um, but normally we can always cope with that and it could be things like you know um, we have additional video teams animators um, you know marketeers as well so normally we, we try to keep everything in the house as much as possible but we do have that cap capability and, and agencies will have that capability especially if they're yeah especially the more established they are yeah, I think it goes back to that sort of when you talk about the more specialised roles because that requires a lot of training. Mm. So having that network of people that you know work the same way as you is really yes. important. Training in general is sort of a, a topic that we need to talk about with agency and freelancer and in-house. Um, so for, for agencies, sort of the benefit is that everybody's, everybody's trained, but mm. how does that compare to, say, like a freelancer or somebody in-house? Um, training's a really interesting one because um, training, if you're working with an agency, you're working with them because they have specialist knowledge in an area. So you know they know how to complete that project because they do it a lot. That's one of the benefits of being with an agency. But they won't know your product as well as your in-house team will. And they never will, realistically. You know, we try our hardest, but we're not immersed as much as the in-house teams are. So agency will require training on your product in order to get up to speed. They won't need any training whatsoever on how to run that project because, you know, they'll have processes in place. They do this all the time. They measure, they optimize all these things. Um, with a freelance partner, um, they again will know exactly what they're doing um, because that's what they do. You've, you've chosen to work with them because they're a specialist in their area. Um, but they also will need to be trained up on your product. Now, the difference between agency and freelancer is once you've trained your agency, if somebody leaves or moves or gets promoted, the training will be taken on internally. So you shouldn't ever have to train your agency twice 
um, in any one product group. Whereas if you change freelancers, that will be your responsibility. So when you look at it that way, arguably there is more of a training burden on freelancers if you're going to use you know, multiple freelancers. Um, in-house, you probably have the greatest training burden, um, but this is a, this once it's done, you've got these people for life. Well, not for life, but you've got these people, you know, for as long as they stay with you. So they'll understand the product exceptionally well, but they will also have to get up to speed, most likely with how to run those agency projects because they just won't see that same volume. Um, in yeah. certain, certain times, they might have specialist knowledge. That might be what they did com- completely in their old job. And we do see that in things like social media because social media is an ongoing thing. So people do have a high cadence of activity in that. But other things like animation um you know you might only do one animation every three years or every two years so you would have to learn those processes so i think it's different levels of training for agency and in-house um because one's very specialized in what they do but doesn't understand your product and the other will understand your product extremely well but might not be so specialized in the processes of how to deliver things yeah and i also think with with training somebody in-house is that if people leave in your organization who were your social media expert, for example, and they leave and they were your only social media expert, then new training needs to happen when you maybe up promote somebody into that role or give that another person elements of that role. So yes, it is a sort of a constant training all the time, especially as new areas in marketing become more popular and more people do them. I suppose it's continuous always anyway, isn't it? With, yeah. You know, wherever you are, you're always trying to learn more things. Um, so, yeah. The next one is team specialization. So I think we touched on the very beginning about sort of agencies that you can get specialized agencies versus sort of more, well, I don't want to say general, but sort of more broader agencies. What are the advantages of sort of, agency when it comes to team specialization versus someone that's maybe a freelancer um i suppose it's 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 volume of the same projects that are done so mm-hmm. you'll find in an agency you tend to have very specialized roles um and they do those things a lot uh which means they are continually improving in what they do they're continuing to sort of sharpen the saw if you like um But again, freelancers can be extremely specialized too, as can in-house. So I I think the benefit of agency there is that you do it an awful lot, as we said Mm -hmm. before. So you get very, very good at one thing. Um, But then, you know, uh, in-house, you get very specialized in other areas. So I I think this comes back down to, you've got to make sure if you're going to work with an agency, because you don't have the capacity to bring everybody in-house or the budget to bring everybody in-house, and you don't have that volume of work, Um, then make sure you understand what that agency specialization is. And it's not just that it's medical device or it's not medical device. It's what within medical device is their speciality. Because, you know, when you have a look at us, we deal very much with everything to do with downstream marketing. Um, You know, we're very sort of precise on that. That's what we do. Um, Whereas other agencies will do other things. If you came to us and said, we want you to run a PR campaign, we would have to say no. Even though we're in medical device, that's not really the area we're in. So we would then refer you to potentially somebody else um so i think it's understanding what specializations your agency sits in it's an interesting point though because we talked about earlier having that network and that is the advantage of agency if we can't like pr is a great example we often have people clients where we're doing the marketing campaign and a pr campaign to go alongside that would really work 
Mm. We can't do the PR, but we have people that we work with regularly that we trust that we can recommend to do the PR side. So I'd yes. say that's an advantage of agency in the sense that we've got those connections, we've got that network of people that we know know what they're talking about and we trust, yes. um, which you potentially don't have. Obviously, you can find them in house. You can do, the, but then you need to do the research, find them, and go through that. And we'll always tell them. people who they are as well to be helpful. Um, yeah, we always yes, tell we do. People. You're right. Yeah. We do have yeah. a big network here, so um, you're right. If we're doing a, a, an integrated campaign and it does need PR as part of that, we know exactly who to to go and speak to, and we can manage that part of the project as well. Um, or yeah somebody can work with them individually but I think you're right that is a big um, advantage knowing who does what within the network of other companies and other consultants and freelancers um, mm. because there's a big network out there yeah mm. uh, and then we I want to touch on sort of the control of teams time I think this is something when we're doing um like initial conversations with people, people kind of want to know how agencies are going to spend the time, like how many clients people are going to have, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So what what would you, what do you normally say to that when people sort of come to you about the control of a person's time? I think realistically, um, you know, we always want to make sure that everybody feels like they're the only client. Um, but I think realistically, agency, you don't have as much control over agency's time. Um, you know, as much as we try and do things as quickly as possible, we can never be as responsive as somebody who's sitting in the same room with you in an in-house team or even actually a freelancer who is doing 80% of their work for you or 70% of their work for you they're going to be much more they're going to have a lot more time to be feel like part of your team although we want to feel like everybody part of everybody's team and we do our absolute best um I think that is a more of an issue with agency, you know, we, we, and we all, we also have a lot of processes. Things have to go through controls. Things often take longer than people would like them to. Um, but you, you don't have that somebody sitting next to you like you wouldn't in house mm-hmm. to say, I need this done. And immediately it happens. It has to be scheduled in because that's how the business works. Um, so I think that would ne- definitely be a negative of an agency, although hopefully people don't notice it. But, but that is that is the reality of agency versus freelancer and in-house. Um, and then software capabilities with an agency, obviously, we we use lots of different softwares. Um, but what's the difference, do you think, between what maybe in-house and freelancers are doing compared to what an agency is doing when it comes to software? So our experience is that um, we have really cool softwares because we do so much of individual types of projects. So we have a lot of tracking softwares. We have a lot of interactive softwares. um, We have softwares just to do really cool things, but those softwares are not cheap. So if you weren't doing the high volume that we're doing of certain types of projects, like video, stuff like that, it really, you couldn't justify the cost of these softwares because, you know, some of them, for example, are, you know, 20,000 a year. Um, which is an awful lot if you're not doing this on a regular basis. So that's one of the that's a really good benefit of working with an agency. You will get access to these softwares, which will help you optimize your campaigns, will help you deliver potentially more interactive, more innovative things. Um, yeah, and, and 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 freelancers by definition won't most likely be able to have those unless they're really, really, really niche because they just won't have the volume to support it. Um, you know, you do have to be doing a lot to justify being able to spend that sort of money. Um, and again, in-house, if you're not doing those projects time and time again, so things like 
you know, an example of a new one at the moment is interactive video. Um, you know, if you're not doing one or, you know, one or two videos a month interactive, then actually it just, it just financially doesn't make sense to have it. Um, so I think that's, that's the the challenge with in-house and there's also loads of other priorities within house, you know, so these fancy softwares, just might not be the highest priority because actually they don't deliver the same value as potentially another team member or something like that. Whereas an agency, they do deliver the value because they deliver efficiencies and they also give us that creativity that we can deliver amazing projects. So, you know, that's sort of the difference with software capabilities and agencies mm-hmm. definitely do very well on that, but it's because they're so specialized. So you do again need to find out what the specialization of your agency is and how much of that one thing they do because they'll tend then to have the good stuff. Yeah, I think, again, with the software, like you said, when you're paying like sort of 20000 for a year, you know, with an agency, you've done all the research, you're using it regularly, and you know all the different software options. They, they've got the best software for that particular option, whereas if you'd only, if, say, you are a bigger company, you are going to invest 20000 for one project, which is unlikely, but if you were, um, you don't necessarily definitely know what software options are out there or the research that needs to go into that or yeah. the calls you need to have learning how to use the software all of that is a big burden in house. it is actually and it is Where, it is you're absolutely yeah. right it's getting up to speed with these softwares and understanding how to utilize them effectively because they're all really clever but if you yeah. understand them correctly then you know it, it's yeah. you're wasting your money exactly um because there's other softwares that you know you are probably going to use regularly like your hoot suites and stuff like that which are easier to get up to speed but with the bigger softwares um like the interactive video one that you were talking about that does take quite a lot of training just to it doesn't take a lot of training for maybe the more the, the simpler stuff but the things that you actually bought it for the fancy cool stuff yeah. does take a lot more training and learning and calls with that software companies, developers, and all that sort of stuff. So it's a lot of time goes into it, not just including the 20,000 that you paid up front. It's all the other costs as well. No, exactly. So we've sort of touched on sort of seven key things there about sort of the the qualities of different marketing teams, whether agency, freelance, or in-house. But to sum it up, what do companies need to be doing when they're making that decision about to choose an agency or to choose a freelancer or to recruit a new member of the team to um, to help their marketing capacity? Um, I think, you know, we would love, obviously, if everybody used agency and that was how it should be because we're an agency. But reality, that's not the best thing. Um, so I think it's really understanding, you know, what are your objectives for the next one to three years because if you're going to hire an in-house team that holds quite a cost so once you have those objectives you need to then see what skill sets you need because actually it might be that you can bring if you need 10 skill sets say it might be that you can bring two of them in-house to start off with because there's going to be 100 percent work for them you can then maybe have two freelancers that are supporting other areas and maybe use agency for specialist um you know and specialist things like animation videography web development things like that um it's really a you know it's really mapping out what you need as a company and then how you can best utilize your budget because although agency will 
you know, save you an awful lot of time. And they will know that it's their job to know what they're doing. So they'll make a, a note of that. Um, you know, but they will cost you a lot more money. So if you're only going to, if you've only got a couple of projects, agency could be perfect. Um, but if you've got more of a integrated ongoing plan, which I think we would all say needs to happen in order to make an impact in marketing, then a combination is probably the best option to start off with until you have enough, uh, you know, until you're spending enough with an agency or your freelancers to actually warrant bringing the whole team in-house. Um, and actually, we see that happen quite a lot, um, you know, that you start off with that combination and then you move to moving it in-house. And it actually makes an awful lot of sense to do that. So I think agencies have a really good place in the life cycle, um, and as do freelancers. Um, but it's really about mapping out the skills you need and how much time you have. So, you know, actually, you know, can you train all your freelance colleagues or do you actually just want an agency where you have one point of contact, you train that one point and it's then their job to get it right. You know, there's, it, it's really horse, different horses for courses, different courses for horses. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, um, we've also written a whole article on this topic going into more detail than we have on this podcast, which is available on our Knowledge Hub on the website. Mm. So do check that out if you want more information or, of course, um, drop us a message or reach out on the website and one of the members of the team or Claudia will be able to get back in touch uh, and give you more information. Amazing. Thanks, Becca. Thanks.